the Sour Mesh Podcast. Uh, the time is nigh. It is time to uh, wrap wrap up the uh, the Sour Mesh 16. Yeah, I love that we timed this so right as everybody just totally lost interest in March Madness and brackets. Mm-hmm. Here we are doing the finals. Guess what? I never had interest. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so Danielle's only been focused on ours this entire time. I'm very interested in ours, though. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you want to introduce ourselves? Yeah, again, so uh, I've already introduced Danielle, as yeah. I said, but we're the Sour I'm Mesh, Danielle. We're the Sour Mesh <laughs> Tours team of um, UofL Magazine fame. Yeah, now. Cool. UofL yep. Magazine. Featured in UofL, uh, UofL Magazine. Wow. Hey, we signed this for me? <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. No we big have deal. some very, very special guests. Yeah. Uh, you've heard him, I think, on episode four, maybe, of the podcast. It was episode uh, four. Fresh yeah. in town. He's in studio today. We've got Forrest Price, Woo-woo. who is a whiskey hustler, as I, as I dubbed him. And then we also have David Stadler. Um, from El Toro, and I've been a guest on his podcast, so I need to return the favor and bring him in. And Staler, how would you describe the contrast between our studio and yours at the El Toro office? I mean, this is this is a lot more homey. <laughs> I would say I would say that the catalog of fine bourbons is much more consistent, yeah, um, and much more approachable. I feel very comfortable in this setting, so I'd say this is one of the most comfortable podcast settings I've ever been on. Well, well that's it. a very anyway, thoughtful response. And, and this isn't the well, first time that you've recorded here. Um, we, 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 we recorded a, a beta version of an idea that Stadler had that, that involved basically me, Stadler, oh. and our friend Kenny recording a game Jackson? of Monopoly that we Wait, played. Wait, where is that yeah. recording? Yeah. It's awesome. on this. It is on this computer. It will never see the light. <laughs> never. I want to see Wait, it. Wait, I, I want to hear it. Yeah. Okay. Well, Stadler has a concept for a podcast called Monopoly Wars, and basically. Throughout the years, we've all played Monopoly a lot. We've had these very intense games with very specific house rules and things like that, and we have some good conversation. But it (laughs) turns out that an hour and a half or two-hour game of Monopoly might lose some listeners. Not the most thrilling thing that I can think of. It requires a lot of post-production. So I think this is where our use of of Reaper could come into play. (laughs) Lots of space bars. But our use of Reaper could come into play, and we could make that. We could make that happen this time. A couple of tweets. I think we could get there. Wow. I'm I'm not going to hold my breath on the Monopoly podcast, but whatever, Dylan hater. I, I take that back. An hour and a half, like, the, yeah, no, I can't. I'll, I'll, to, I'll listen to the highlights. We'd have to cut it down to 30 minutes. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd say maybe 45. Right, yeah, because I made a great comeback and won that game. You really did. It was it was an epic. Hey, this epic is not a production meeting for Monopoly Wars. <laughs> you guys talk about that in your own anyway, time. Anyway, so We're this is talk the about Sour Mash podcast. Yeah. Sour Mash podcast, and we have tasted our final four yep. today, and the and the um. The Sour Mash 16, we had some great matchups, I think. We had the Maker's Mark that Danielle and I helped craft, mm-hmm. the Private Select, the Old Carter American Whiskey 12-year. Mm-hmm. That was the first matchup. And then the second matchup was George T. Stagg, the 2018 iteration, versus a very specific pick of New Riff Single Barrel from the Fat Boys, including our friend Chad Clifton. Fat Boys? Um, so we tasted all these, and I didn't realize, I guess I realized it, but didn't kind of put two and two together until after we recorded the last time. All of these are cask-strength whiskeys. Was that like a jet that just flew over? It's the, it's not, it, it is Thunder Week. It was a motorcycle. But I think it was a motorcycle. That was a chopper. Jets were chopper. practicing was, earlier today. It wasn't a chopper. Yeah. Are yeah. they? Oh, that was a there was a jet was a flying over the downtown yeah, we're, We are recording today. this on the... I did hear the, them the, earlier, but I didn't... Three days before Thunder River Louisville here locally, and we will have some uh, pretty intense planes right. in the neighborhood soon. 
Uh, so Forrest and Stadler, I want to get your take kind of on the, the whole tasting process here. What did you expect walking in versus how everything went down as far as how we arranged the matchups and made it blind and things like that? I, um, I like to come into things pretty blind. Yeah. So, you know, I walked into this and uh, tried to make sure I had no expectations. Uh, I sat down thoroughly confused at first, but the process makes sense when everything's laid out in front of you. Um, you know, I'm somebody that when I, when I compare things like this, I kind of, I do one at a time and I try to, I try to evaluate it as empirically as possible against the own merits of that kind of like, um, you know, a dog show. Yeah. You know, they evaluate it as best in breed. It's not, it's not, you know, the Cocker Spaniel versus the Rhodesian Ridgeback. That'd be crazy. <laughs> Rhodesian Ridgeback. <laughs> so I try to evaluate it against the standards of the breed, but in this situation, it's interesting because we have to determine what the breed is. Right. So They're all know. bird. Well, actually, one One's of them is not a bird. One's American. an American yeah. whiskey. Good catch. Yeah. Good catch. Yeah. Somebody would have called you out. Yeah. Forrest was about to. Yeah. 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 And I don't even know what that mash is. I just heard you say American whiskey. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I think it is a bourbon mash, but I, from what I've read, and there's not a lot of transparency on that old Carter, I think at some point it was aged in a used barrel, and that's why they, they call it a, a American whiskey instead of a bourbon. Well, yeah, they would have to. Yeah, yeah they would yeah. have to. Yeah, and we talked yeah. with you last time you were on the podcast yeah. when you were still in Portland, Yeah, um, kind of about some of those distinctions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just kind of like the whole um, Canadian, so you know, uh, Crown Royal had the Canadian Crown the Royal bourbon, bourbon mash. mash. Yeah. <laughs> They actually got so much crap for it from people in this state that they discontinued the label. Right. Yeah. Wow. They literally got so much they pushback. They can't make bourbon in Canada. They got so much pushback from bourbon enthusiasts and just people in this state that were like, we're going to come after you if you don't change it. <laughs> <laughs> that they changed it. It's like, the bourbon, they, they pushed the push Crown yeah, Royal around. Right. The people here in Kentucky told Crown Royal what to do with yeah. their label. I love it. So, damn right. And they also got really mad at the TTB for allowing that label. There you go. But it yeah. didn't say bourbon, it said bourbon mash. Right, but bourbon mash hasn't been legally defined like blended bourbon has. Okay. And that was the shtick. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting. That's the why more we you know. Forrest into, into this thing. I don't know how that was. That was close enough. I mean, that was fine. So here's the way that we, we tasted <laughs> these two rounds we, we came in and we had two matchups set up. Nobody knew which matchup was which. We knew what was against what, but we didn't. We didn't know. We we, we did it blind, mm -hmm. and we revealed our votes for the first two matchups: red versus blue and yellow versus green. We advanced to backup bottles that we had mm -hmm. of the the two winners. Relabeled them after we mixed them up and tasted them blind again to determine the champion. Yep. So right now, as we speak, there is. There a is champion, a champion, yeah. But we don't know what the champion is. Mm. We, do not. we don't even know which two bourbons for sure were vying for the championship. Yeah, so there's high drama about to be revealed on this podcast. Yeah, so we're yeah. revealing as we go, and this is this is exciting stuff. So we know we know like the preliminary. Yeah. But we don't know what each one is. Right. So so we it was all kind of like what one was very one sided. And I voted against you the You voted against the yeah. Them. But let's get to let's get yeah. to the vote. So let's get to it. So, so uh, we, yeah. Go ahead. Go go. Uh, so um, the first so the first matchup we have was uh, red versus blue. And so um, this was a this was a crazy one for me. I don't know if it's my allergies, like up in the Ohio Valley, just getting getting to me today, or what? Allergies are fresh right now, yeah, too. It's so fresh. Oh my gosh. Right. Everything's pollinating. Allergies are, are in full bloom. <laughs> <laughs> 
There you go. Yeah, it's all in the air. But uh, I was just kind of thrown off by this one. So um, in this matchup, I chose blue. Um, it was when I first tasted this, I got a really like hot kind of alcohol taste that I wasn't a huge fan of. Um, but I got a nice hit of oak on the nose, and I almost got like a like a baked apple uh, in the taste. Mm-hmm. The red. I don't know what it was. I feel like I'm gonna make a like a bad choice in this, but it was it was the one that I did not like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got an earth like an earthy flavor. And this is like this is Dylan, the craziest tasting note I've ever I'm ever gonna throw incredible. out again. But I almost got you know what like you know what like a lightning bug smells like. <laughs> <laughs> I've caught it up when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah I do, you know, actually. It's like yeah. a, like a bitter, also, it's a very Kentucky thing to say. Yeah, you said lightning bug. Lightning bug, bug yeah. yeah. Screw fireflies. Like bitter, yeah, it's not fireflies. Lightning bug. The lightning bug. Kentucky, yeah. All right. So, I swear to God, the taste that I got was like the bitterness of like a lightning bug when you like when you smell a lightning bug. Well, you warned us that that was a weird taste. I told you it was the most but... bizarre thing I've ever tasted in my That's... life. That's right. definitely very, very that's like a very I love that description of earthy though, personally. Yeah, yeah. So I just yeah, I don't know. It it just completely threw me off. Just and own so, it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so blue is what you take it. Whatever. <laughs> so there, yeah, so I picked blue. So I was the dissenter on this. I chose red. I couldn't get much from blue at all. I got grain on the nose. I got a little alcohol. I got some honey. I had to go back to it and finally I got moss. Um, on the other one though, I got a lot. I loved the nose. I got oak, I got cream, I got fudge, got a little tannins in the in the palate, got some heat, got a little earthiness. Oreos was what I ended up tasting in this. I said a long finish and it tasted mm. like brownies and I voted for the red. And at the time, I guess lot. that the red was the George C. Stag, but then I went back and I think I was wrong. Huh. Ooh, I did not. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. You know, after hearing your description of red, I, I agree with a couple of your points there. Um, but when when it came to like blue, it, it was viscous red on the poor man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that was the one thing. Mm-hmm. Like I know the look of it. It looked like it just carried in the glass a little bit better. Um, and that you know, from start to finish. You know, I had a I had a very differing opinion uh, of the two in blue. Man, blue set me apart, dude. Different layers in the nose, the palate, the finish. Um, whereas red, my my only problem with it really that that set it back, and I knew I couldn't evaluate it as adequately as blue is it was one note on the nose mm. when I when I drank it. So mm-hmm. you know, for yeah. what it's worth, my opinion a buck fifty gets you a cup of coffee. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, um, speaking of the nose on red, my nose are embarrassing um so so thick. That, that's what you wrote about it it was embarrassing no my no okay. my my, ta- my my smelling notes are embarrassing it just smelled thick like alcohol so that's what you've come to expect from me that's what you get the mouth it needs water it's spicy i got mm. nothing on run but on blue on the mm, nose so i typically i typically get on the nose a very sweet smell i typically smell like what I did with this, a butterscotch or a maple. You might say French toast crunch because I like to associate mm. these with cereal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I got you. On the mouth though, it, it definitely, it started spicy, it ended sweet. I liked it a lot more. The red was the first one I, I tasted and that might have something to do with it, but I just didn't get much off of it at all. So blue by default, one, but I really like blue. So forest? So. Um, well, it seems like the trend, and I agree with this, the word I wrote down for the red is subdued. Mm. Um, like I really, that was like the very first thing that came to my mind was, oh, this is subdued. So I actually put uh, a drop of water in it 
sooner than I did the others um, to help try and open up the cogeners there. Um, cogeners. And it's still... Yeah, we need to talk about cogeners. <laughs> we get into that later, sorry. Uh, <laughs> we, gotta, we're, we are in the midst we, of a professional. Bourbon, yeah. bourbon. Uh, we, we need to pause for a second. Uh, and um, so the flavor, the fl- flavor compounds were subdued. Um, mm. And... Um, and once I did put a drop in, um, I don't know, the, the, I got more of the creaminess uh, that Andy was talking about. But to me, like, I felt like it was definitely creamy and it hit me, but it, then it immediately fell flat, I thought. Um, and <clears throat> so to me, like, it just came off as like a flat kind of medis- – like I had good flavor. And this doesn't – the mess, not the best description of it, but in comparison to the blue, side by side, it seemed – flat and medicinal um and for the blue i actually it was the exact opposite my first impression was that this was very well rounded Mm. i thought it had a full body but still had like a lightness to it Mm. um and definitely agree with you on the baked apple that i think was kind of rounded out by a little bit of plum a little bit i think um and then the most prevalent thing is you know the quintessential i think there's like a honey caramel that kind of all like helps round it together Um, and that's why, like, I don't know. So I, I think that's why I liked the blue yeah. better in comparison. Well, sure. Let's go blue. Yeah, so blue advances uh, landslide. <laughs> I was the only one that took red. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the blue is probably the George C. Stag, which I guess the red was at first. What number is that? Oh, on the bottom of it. A four. So four. The red is number four. So red is the f- red is four. That's the dotted red. That's no, the dotted red. So the Fat Boys is what was eliminated. Yeah. So the, the George T. Yeah. Stag was in the finals. I was the only one that stuck with our boy Chad and, and voted. And I voted again. The, the, What's funny? It's crazy. The blue was the last one I tasted, and I think my palate might have been a little mm-hmm. fatigued, but I just struggled to get much out of that stag. Mm-hmm. Does anybody notice how we all kind of apologized? For not liking the red, or at least I did. <laughs> yeah. did. Like yeah. I, I distinctly no apologize. apologies. Yeah, for no me. apologies for me. <laughs> yeah. Like I felt like I had to defend my decision on the red instead of the win on the blue, which I felt very confident about. Yeah. Man, that red. Like I found myself like the roof of my mouth, my tongue started hitting this texture that the whiskey left on it that I was sure. particularly fond Dude, of. I was confused. Yeah, it wasn't like it was. Yeah. A, it was just like in comparison to the blue, right. it just wasn't. Here's the deal. It's, but it's, Andy, the, you know it's the final four. It's the final four. None of these are bad right. bourbons. They're and, all yeah. good. Yeah. It's like in the final four. No one's a bad team, but sometimes someone loses by 15 right. points or more. <laughs> that's like, right. You know what I mean? And that's what happened just now. It, there's an episode of The Simpsons where they go to the, the racetrack, and they're all placing their bets, and Marge says, I just want to bet that all the horses have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Hey, which, which would be good right now. That's me. That wins, the roses. Dying. So, like, that oh, one's having the most fun. Oh, my gosh. He's not involved. Yeah, of course. They're like, yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. good run for the Fat Boys. You know what's crazy? Like, I literally, I'm sitting there hating on this, and I poured the Fat Boys. <laughs> and, and now I'm enjoying it. Nice. And I'm like, what the See? hell? It was just in that context where it's tasting. Blind tastings and that's are why you're blind. blind. Yeah. That's why you do it. Blind, blind. tastings are different. That's They're why different. I love how you guys set this up, because we all kind of tucked away in a corner, mm-hmm. and we wrote notes, and we took our time, and we had the we opportunity take to take our time. It's like most of the time you're rushed on this. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, Forrest felt rushed because he didn't get a full three days <laughs> to spend with yeah, each one of his Well, we also <laughs> were tasting at uh, between 9 and 11 a.m. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the ideal palate times. The, yeah. yeah, your palate is at its peak, apparently. Yeah, this is going to make me sound like a snob. So, no, no, so Forrest was giving us like shit. mad trivia, and we're like, save it for the podcast. I need more. I need more. <laughs> 
So. In the other matchup, which is green versus yellow for us, I'll, I'll kick this one off. I voted for green. Um, I got a grassy note on the nose. I got a little bit of honey. I got some butterscotch on the palate. It was hot, but in a good way. I got hard candy, specifically Smarties, and I wrote lovely mouthfeel. And I lovely. voted for this. Lovely. 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 Oh, wow. And I think that this was the old Carter. He's fond Which of is this. one of my favorites. Uh, on the yellow, I didn't dislike it, but it just didn't have as much depth in the palate. I got oak, vanilla, a little citrus on the nose, um, baking spice, big time on the Ooh. palate with a little chocolate icing on the finish. Um, I voted for the green, which I think was the old Carter, and I voted against the yellow, which I think was the Maker's Mark Private Select. Ooh, well, I went for the yellow. Um, so on the yellow on the nose, maybe this is because I looked at this on the um, flavor wheel, but... I got almond, like a sweet almond, almost like a, um, like an, an almond cake, maybe. Hmm. You know, you ever go to a wedding, you have like almond cake. Mm -hmm. It was very sweet, the almond smell, and then the mouth. I just wrote better with water. It was better with water. Mm -hmm. All of these, all of these bourbons that we tasted are very high proof bourbons, and as you all know, I'm not. My palate is not. Um, it's not as sophisticated. Uh, my tasting notes are not as sophisticated. Not that it's a bad thing. I think that's fine. I think but that's sophisticated. Thank you so much. Yeah. Classy um, as fuck. I'm very classy. <laughs> but um, it was better with water. I did choose yellow, though. Uh, the green on the nose. So I got my my note of old. Is this old? Old. Ah, there it was. Old. Really? Yes. So there's a very... I don't know how to articulate this. Um, there's a very distinct smell mm -hmm. and taste to specific bourbons that I just say old or old house. And that mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that they're higher proof or that they're they're older bourbons, but they just what is I say, it? Musty. I say musty. musty. Ooh, it's yeah. the same thing. It's the yeah. word I use for so it. So maybe I, I should. I like that better. I like that I say better. Musty. And it's it's not. This is a common thread that's popped up. So the green was old. I got some baking spices on the mouth. Again, it was better with water. All of these are going to be better with water for me. They're going to be better with ice. Mm -hmm. They're a little. They're a little spicy for me. They're a little. Uh, they're a lot mm -hmm. for me. But that's the only note I got. Okay. However. Yellow. That's Yellow what I chose. Forest. Well, after we go through the championship part, actually, if you don't mind, I'd, I can. I'd like to explain why one you should in these whiskeys be okay with the water, um, and we can get into like the nerdy science of that in a second. I'm into that. Um, but as far as green and yellow goes, um, this one was actually the harder matchup for me. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I knew from the first matchup, blue all the way, right away. Um, but I chose yellow, but actually wrote down under green more interesting because mm. um, I really did enjoy the green. Um, I felt like there was an awkward um, but somehow lovely um, dichotomous to the flavor, like dichotomy there, because I felt like there was like cinnamon that was fighting with veg like vegetal flavors that were fighting with um, like a toastiness of the barrel. And then it was all lingered kind of like a like a caramel fudge might linger um and so like the process i think kind of like threw me personally for a little bit of a loop um um but the nose also to me was just like so clove dominant i think that is what actually nixed it for me because mm. for me even though clove is one of the most prevalent things in bourbon just for me personally my palate clove is very dominant and i yeah. can't like get no, past it yeah, like and I'm, sure. yeah, it's really hard for me yeah. to get past it's kind of similar to like I actually don't eat very much chocolate in my life, and it's not because I don't actually like chocolate. It's just if there's chocolate on something else, I can't taste whatever else is there except the chocolate. Just chase chocolate. I just chase the chocolate. So I'm uh -huh. very sensitive to chocolate. Apparently, I'm also very sensitive to clove. 
Um, and so I think just the nose of the clove on the green is what uh, made me lean towards the yellow more or less, but because the yellow was just seemed like it was just, it just encompassed everything you like about bourbon. It wasn't too strong. Um, it had a nice warming feeling to it. Um, it had the quintessential flavors that you'd expect, but there was also like a baked maple going on in there mm. um, that kind of added like a, almost like a spicy sweet mm -hmm. quality. Um, and so I, that's why I leaned to yellow. Yeah. So I, I got like the same kind of like spicy, kind of herbally flavors on the yellow. Um, I thought it was really light, kind of really easy finish, mm -hmm. um, but it was kind of nondescript for me. It took me a while to really get a lot of those notes out of there. Um, I went with green, like Andy, um, because when I first noticed it, I got this like nice like oatmeal smell, kind of like an instant oatmeal, you know, when you take like that packet and you like pour yes. it into your, mm -hmm. like, your oh, bowl yeah. and you get like a little dust flavor? that pops up. So that's, so that's the thing. Apple and cinnamon. So I was trying to figure that maple out. brown sugar. So I think that I was actually getting a little bit more like a strawberries and cream oh. because oh. after I tasted Ooh. it, okay. I got a little bit of that like strawberry sweetness with a bit of vanilla um, on the end. Um, so wow. I, you know, yeah. This one was cool. This is probably my favorite. Um, I, I enjoyed this quite a bit. I got a lot of like fruit notes and some really good uh, flavors out of it. So this is my favorite as well. Yeah, I went, yeah I went with green. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So Taylor is the tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah, I was the tiebreaker. So I mean, just putting the cat out of the bag here, I, I chose yellow. And what was interesting is I put I, I put a note here that says weeded question mark next to the yellow. And I believe you told me that, or you just said that the weeded was you thought it was make me private. Yeah. Uh, selection. So isn't that a weeded bourbon? Yeah, yeah it is. So I sure mean, not. that would kind of that would kind of indicate that we had similar taste profiles in this. But when I look at this, I like I, and, and I'm sampling any bourbon. I, I say I'm I'm not going to buy this bottle. I'm going to buy this bottle. And I'm going to definitely buy the bottle. Mm. And then there's a little bit of a window in between there. So you know, when I looked at this, I noticed the yellow was it, it smelled to me like it was sweet and fruity. Uh, it was just dry enough on the palate when I was drinking it that made it really desirable. And I'm a, I, I drink a lot of scotch. Mm -hmm. So when something is just dry enough for me, I really, really enjoy it from the texture of like a bourbon and a whiskey. And I thought the finish on the yellow, even though I put it as like a high buy uh, margin, um, I thought it was a less desirable finish. It holds on the roof of my mouth and it didn't develop in my palate. And huh. that's, that was my main complaint about the yellow. Now, what's crazy about the green is I definitely I put this in between the don't buy and buy because I think it would taste really good in an old fashioned and I don't mix a lot of cocktails at home. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Very that's practical. that's why you know I didn't put it as a buy. But you thought it smelled old. I thought the clove ended. It made it smell like it was a little bit younger to me. Like it was so overpowering mm. that I was mistaken as to the age statement. But um, like I said, I for me the green while the finish was right where I wanted it to be. It just didn't carry. I, like if I buy something for the purpose of mixing it, I probably don't really like it as much as the other one. Right. You want to mask it. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Thing. You want to cover it up. Absolutely. So the, the green goes home. Yeah. And the green was number two. Number two, which is the old card. The oh, old card. That's, that's interesting because um, I wrote down not early, but. Um, I did write down during while we were talking. I was wondering if the green might be the old Carter because it's the only non-bourbon, right? Mm -hmm. Is that what you said? Yeah. And I definitely noticed one thing. I mentally noted, or so I was like, this by far, by far, tastes different than the other three. I thought like huh. almost nothing to me almost seemed like the only thing similar was this is whiskey, right? Um, hmm. 
because, and like that's why I also said like I wrote down under the green more interesting, um, because one thing is like bourbon's really constrained by you know laws and denominations. Uh, mm-hmm. In American, you can play around a bit more, and I'm not sure what Oak Carter's made of because I'm not familiar with it. But you said there's like the, it's bourbon the, mash, the, the mash it's used barrels, yeah. and but there's also some new barrels. Maybe, maybe it's, it's a little. You said it's a little. There's a not little a lot opaque. of transparency. Yeah, but like that actually completely to in my mind makes sense because, um, like I said, it doesn't taste anything like the other three. Mm. Um, and so if this is since this is the American whiskey, it actually makes, makes complete sense. sense. Yeah. Cool. Makes yeah. complete that sense. Makes, yeah, it makes sense. And then kudos to you for popping out the weeded uh, note oh, right yeah. there. Oh, yeah, like, dude. That felt so special. That's dope. When, yeah. <laughs> when you said Hager's Private Select, I was like, ooh, I got that. <laughs> I got that sweet. I got that sweet tooth. That's awesome, dude. Like, that, yeah. So we, we advanced the blue and the yellow, which we figured out were the George C. Stag and the Maker's Mark. We mm-hmm. mixed them up again, we relabeled them, and we went mm-hmm. back to the mats, and we tasted again. We don't have to get as in-depth on the tasting notes on this, just because mm-hmm. we've tasted all these before, but we can talk about our votes, and we'll go around yeah. the table. We'll start with Forrest this time. Um, I don't know, are we picking champs, or are we picking notes? Picking both. So, both. All right, well, my champ is, I, I went with, it was tough, I mean, it's, I mean, it's the ship, right? Yeah. Uh, but I went with red. Okay. Um, mostly because I felt like the, to me, the most, I love all parts of the experience of drinking whiskey, but to me, the most important factor when I'm going to make a decision is um, the finish. And I just felt like it was very full flavored, but had an exceptionally clean finish. And that's what took red over the line for me. Um, and I also, I'm not entirely sure, but I think it might be the one we were talking about earlier because I actually, in my championship notes, right, wrote, Lovely level of must. Oh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so you voted, you voted for red. The must. The must. We'll go around the table, Stanley. So I, um, I've got a differing opinion, and I'm mm-hmm. really interested to see what these map back to, to see how my tasting notes coincide with one another. Uh, I got blue here, um, and after hearing your description of red, like that's I've got like half a unit of deviation in between mm-hmm. the red and the blue, and the blue just nosed it out by a slight thin yeah. margin. So I'll agree that the nose is better on the blue. I wrote yeah. that down here too. Uh, layers, yeah. man, layers upon layers upon layers. I thought it was sweet. I thought it was fruity, but man, I dug it. Uh, mm-hmm. So blue for me. Dave Stadler says definitely. <laughs> blue had blue. some roasted green bean. I the green bean. I <laughs> love that, man. <laughs> <laughs> you do not hear a lot of like vegetable Let's notes when you're, t- when you're tasting bourbon. You so do like, not. I can dig that. Yeah. yeah. Some green shit just got real. Yeah. Danielle? <laughs> so I'm not even going to give you my tasting or my smells for blue. Um, I'm just going to go with, I chose red. Um, on the nose, I got a baking spice on the mouth. I got some butterscotch as usual. Um, I usually choose this, the sweet taste and the sweet smells, but... I did not have a lot for blue. Is that because it was the last bourbon that I Maybe. tasted? Maybe. Um, but I went with red. I tasted red last. Did you? So, okay. All right. So the argument could be made either way for us. Right. These were the two that I voted last. against in the first round. <laughs> we just, the, we just threw that argument out the window. Right. So I, 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 knew, I knew that going did in you? that the two that I didn't pick go. were in the championship. Um, red, I got wood, I got earth, I got honey. Alan, mm-hmm. I got baking spice, which kind of gave it away a little bit. I think that the red was the, the maker's mark. Mm-hmm. Um, the blue, I got vanilla extract on the nose. I got a lot more from this one than I did in the last round. Uh, I got a little mint and a little cream and a little oak on the palate. Ooh. And I really enjoyed the blue this time around a lot more than I did during the, the <laughs> final four for whatever reason. And I, I voted blue. So it's two red 
into blue, and Dylan is the deciding factor. I'm the decider. Oh man, it feels good. You're bringing the ship gonna, home for someone. Just sit here, let's and go. Like, like ruminating this. No, I'm just kidding. So um, I went with red. So Ooh. red, yeah, red becomes our champion. I, you know, easy Ooh. earthiness. I definitely went with on this one, like you mentioned, Andy. Um, I thought the blue was came off a little too strong. Uh, there was something about it just that, like felt a the little bite too was strong. definitely stronger yeah, than the blue, hundred percent, hundred percent. And that's what that's what hurts me. I wrote that right under red versus yeah. blue. Bite stronger. Man, yeah, yeah. I put the finish sells it on the blue. The finish, the finish sells yeah. it, baby. <laughs> I like how that yeah. feels. It depends on the day because I'm usually right Man. there with you, but yeah. for some reason today I don't know what it was. This is but the only one we disagreed on. Yeah. So yeah. So that makes red the champ. Red is the champ. Red oh. is the champ. So, so let's reveal what the champion let's was. Let's reveal the, the red champ. The red is the number, is the number one. one. Which is the Maker's Mark wow. Private Select. Wow. Maker's Mark wow. Red Castle. Wow. wow. I would have not thought we'd pick that one, honestly, before no. we started I mean, this. this this stands true to what we've always said. Maker's shows very well in blind taste. It does. It, it does. really it does. does. It does. And the Maker's Holding it down for Marion County in here. What? what? Was the are you guys done here or what? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. The path to the championship for that Maker's Mark it knocked off an old Ezra Seven Year, which is highly regarded, a, a barrel-proof bourbon out of Heaven Hill, and then went to Lux Row. Um, knocked off the Barrel Craft Spirits 15 which, year, yeah, which is the, one of the my overall favorite wow. one year. Really? Overall number one yeah. Seed. yeah. Really? And the final That's four the knocked silver, off the, the old Carter. The old Carter 12 year, and then the championship knocked off George T. Stack. Beat George T. Stack. Is there a better run in any event? That's anything. That's an amazing championship. That's. That's nuts. Hey, so that might be the Kimba Walker of whiskeys. The an eight seed. A one seed, a five seed, and a three seed. Wow! So, like, so, so hats and off to you guys. Like you all are the ones who makers. picked this bad the makers boy was out. out. Was yeah, yeah, that's really, the, the makers, makers was, was a nine, nine seed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so like Andy and Danielle had a had a hand in crafting wow. this this bourbon. They so. all them Villanova. So <laughs> as a side note, I don't purchase a lot of Makers Mark whiskey. Me either. Uh, in fact, we don't. I only that. have one bottle of Makers Mark whiskey at my house. And it's this bottle of Maker's well, Mark. Well, you know, I, I, grew nice. up, yeah. I grew up around I bought it Maker's off of Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In case, I was like, I love this, and I, I don't drink a lot of Maker's Mark. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, I, I don't want to say perfect. No. Well, if it was perfect, it would be boring. Yeah. It'd be boring. <laughs> yes. I grew up around Maker's Mark, and the first bottle of Maker's Mark that I bought was when we did that uh, pick. I went and bought like one of the mini bottles and dipped it. Yeah. So yeah, it That's took awesome. me over thirty years to actually buy a bottle. Finally, dip a bottle. It's one of those things you just take for granted. You do. You I mean, hurts, yeah, you so. just you just live down the road. But yeah, that is wow. surprising, but great. Surprising, and I voted. I was. We had three matchups today, and I was on the losing side of all three. <laughs> Not that that matters. Sucker. <laughs> Andy took the L today. No, I'm just. <laughs> No, I mean that like that's great. I mean that's why we do stuff like this. Sure. Because it's it's just straight up like that's a that's a barrel select. You know, all of these others are you know some of them are barrel select, some are hard to find. Um, 
That one is one that you're going to be able to find. You can still get it. You go to Red Castle or Waterfront. Wine and Spirits. Wine and Spirits. I always forget the... I know there's some alliteration there. Yeah. I always forget the name, but yeah, you can go buy it right now. Right. For 60 or 70 bucks. That's why I love doing blind tastings, man. Like, you just never know what's going to come out, like, through Mm -hmm. all of this. That's why why we like to do this. That's why we kicked off the, the podcast period with something It's literally like this. the reason we started recording ourselves drinking bourbon. <laughs> right. So, and we've had different guests come in. That was a new thing this year. So thank you guys for yeah, coming Thank in. you for having us. Um, it. Forrest, <laughs> Forrest, you want to plug your, your reviews? Uh, well, sure. Um, yeah. I, um, so I won't be writing anymore now because the uh, editor-in-chief requires that all his writers live in Portland so they can show up and actually collect the bottles. Uh, for legal reasons, even though Kentucky's kind of a loophole, but anyway, um, I if you go to thewhiskeywash.com, um, they don't only do reviews, they'll do full features on different distilleries and not just bourbon, but Japanese and scotch and, you know, like kind of out there whiskeys, like a whiskey from Austria was written about a couple years ago that I found an article on. Um, and um, if you if you want to find me specifically, you can go and just type Forest Price with two R's and Forest into the search, and you'll find all my articles. Um, but and mostly, you know, you'll learn more than just what I think about the whiskey, because kind of I guess my shtick, if you will, in my reviews is um, you'll learn something, because I think most reviews like are boring; they're just someone's opinion. <laughs> um, but just to give you an example, I wrote one whiskey, one whiskey, one review about how um, two scientists sitting around a campfire ended up leading to the correlation of someone winning the Nobel Prize, the link of cancer and viruses, and jackalopes and tingers as uh, lore. And that is actually all connected, I promise you. I'm sold. But you gotta go read the article on thewhiskeywash.com to figure it out. There you go. Uh, I love it. Stanley, what do you got going on? I, dude, I, I got shit going on. <laughs> That's not true. Me, I mean, not true. I've never written anything like this in my life. Um, you know, I got I got a, the eltoro.com podcast I run. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, tune in with us. It's 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 good noise during your workday for sure. Um, I um, I'm one of the owners of eltoro.com. So if you need some advertising online, you should buy that shit through me. Yeah, buy it through Stanley. Hundred percent. So I was on one of the first ten episodes, and one of my moved, favorites. They yeah. moved on to bigger and better things since then. That was they've a, got that was a uh, NCAA referees coming on. They got mm-hmm. prolific songwriters coming on now. But I was there at the beginning. And at the time, I think I was like maybe episode six. And two episodes later, Stadler excitedly tells me that I was one of the top five most listened to episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right up there. So man. you're entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're entertaining. That, that, yeah, that's called a friend. <laughs> and you can check right, out one of right. the early episodes of yeah. the yeah. podcast and yeah. hear, hear your buddy Andy here. But um, let's wrap this up, guys. Yeah, uh, for sure. Congratulations to the Makers Bar. Congratulations to all the bourbons. I hope they yeah. all had fun. <laughs> They're all winners here. They're all winners. They're all winners. All winners here. We're still Except drinking. Makers Mark was good for we all, we all yes. certainly had fun. Yeah. That yeah. Makers Mark one shining moment. We have to look out for that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. One Shining Makers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. There we go. That's the, that's the title, title of the podcast. podcast. Yeah. yeah. There it is. So we don't want to give away one. the champion. That was for an easy one. Yeah. Spoilers. Can't name it that. Right. One Shining dot dot dot. Yeah. One yeah. Shining Bird. 
bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> One shot of bourbon. That alludes that OC didn't win. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or whiskey. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll think on it. We'll, it'll make it happen. Yeah. So, sure. uh, in the meantime, guys, and check us out on social media. So, at Sour Mesh Tours. Um, that's Facebook. That's Twitter. Instagram. Come and follow along with us. If you want to book a tour with us, you can go to www.sourmeshtours.com. Uh, you can reach out to us. We can create any sort of amazing experience for you. We're looking forward to that. Derby week is filling up fast, so if you have anything during Derby week, let yeah, us yeah, know. Definitely pop in now and try, yeah. and try to check us out. So uh, until next time, guys. Cheers. 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 Cheers.